0: What is the most important aspect of developing and sustaining accountability at work? Well, it has to do with feedback and Cy Wakeman has the answer. Welcome to On My Walk, the reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and leadership. Ken Blanchard may not have been the first to say it, but he's often credited with the aphorism, feedback is the breakfast of champions. If you wanna get better, you've got to be willing to get feedback. It's true for athletes. It's true for business. It's true for Christian discipleship. It's true for life. And I love that statement. It's about what we need to do. But Cy Wakeman gave me another feedback aphorism that's equally, if not more powerful, because it tells me how to do it. Let me give you the context. Read two sentences, and then let you listen to what she says. First, the context Wakeman is driving home the importance of growing accountability at work in the workforce Now, remember her book title no ego how leaders can cut the cost of workplace drama and entitlement and drive big results and she's helping us to develop leaders on the job who have the mindsets methods and tools they need to help them bypass ego pride and eliminate costly emotional waste and I love that phrase emotional waste because there's a lot of it in a lot of places where we work and she's helping us to develop a workforce intent on confronting reality. Now confronting reality means I'm not allowing a culture of excuses for poor performance and one way of not allowing that culture of excuses for poor performance is by giving feedback. However, With feedback, and this is really important, there has to be time for self-reflection on that feedback or about that feedback. Here are the two sentences that she writes that I want you to hear. She says, this is absolutely the most important aspect of developing and sustaining accountability. I really hammer this point with leaders. Feedback short, self-reflection long. Wow, that was my aha moment. Feedback short, self-reflection long. Now listen to what she says.
1: Leaders give feedback and assignments for self-reflection, and colleagues need to do their part to keep people there. They hold the space for it. Feedback can be given kindly, but the demand is to look fearlessly at reality and acknowledge what is true colleagues can disclose their own encouraging reactions to the feedback and insights they have gained by doing their own courageous acts of self-reflection adding concrete factual observations is also a gentle way of saying hey give the leader the benefit of the doubt in this situation when calls to greatness come from someone besides the leader i call it sense-making mentoring Let me give you an example. If I give an employee some feedback about his role in a difficult situation, he may leave my office frustrated with me as a boss and convinced that I don't understand the situation or I have unrealistic expectations. This is where a collegial mentor gets to work. The worst thing that mentor can do is say, "'You poor thing. That does not sound fair. I think you are fabulous.' This is not about you. What's more useful is to say, I would encourage you to take a look and find what fits from the feedback. What parts could be true? Or, I have known you for a few years, and this is what I see. When you worked for Ralph, it was all Ralph. And when you worked with Sue, she was the problem. Now you are working for Sy, and it's happening again. It seems like there is a theme here which could provide a life lesson for you. This is a conversation from someone who is ready to help bypass the ego, help a colleague find a key lesson, and make a call to greatness. Do you see what she did? She advocated
0: giving a feedback assignment and then holding space for it. In other words, ensuring that someone has the time and takes the time to reflect on that feedback. As she notes, this is helpful from the boss, but it's even more important when the feedback short, self-reflection long admonition comes from a collegial mentor who says, hey, why don't you take a good hard look at the feedback they gave you and find out what fits, what parts could be true? That is good. Let me encourage you to get her book and read carefully Chapter 6, Understanding Accountability, because her advice grows out of research data she gives regarding an accountability assignment with 1,500 people. In other words, this is not simplistic. She's going to describe four factors of accountability and five phases of development. It's good stuff. This month, I have been writing notes to our kids and our grandkids. It's something I do every month. And the verse I've been putting at the top of those notes this month comes from Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5, which opens with these two words, get wisdom. And feedback short, self-reflection long, is wisdom. And Cy Wakeman, she gives us the wise aphorism and she gives us the tools to do it well and that's my thought on my walk with her book no ego how leaders can cut the cost of workplace drama and entitlement and drive big results now the question I want to ask you is this what will you do with that thought on your walk through life today oh and by the way I want to remind you of two things before I go first you can find my review of Cy Wakeman's No Ego, along with many, many, many other reviews I've written at my site, onmywalk.com. You'll also find links to previous episodes there. Second, at my leadership site, leaderslifeandwork.com, I just posted what I think is a very helpful 20-minute leadership video entitled, Churchill's Five Resolves. Winston Churchill demonstrates five resolves every leader needs to lead well, especially when leading in a crisis. I think you'll find it very helpful.